0: This motherfucker don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. a dream so I can't be out here living stupid. I love hard, so you could say I was shot by Cupid. Say less, but every now and then I drop my two cents. Turn no vision, could niggas could really be a I I a so yeah, you know we beat a fucking movement. Don't ask what we do, smoke, speaking. First and foremost. I do want to go ahead and just give a huge thank you to everybody that tuned into the first episode. You guys are truly amazing. I am elated to get the feedback that I got from you all and I'm excited to just keep moving forward. So thank you to everybody that's been sharing, posting, reposting, uh buying t-shirts, everything. Everything you do helps in this journey. So thank you guys once again. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the bullshit for today. Let niggas enjoy stuff. Let people sit back and enjoy whatever it is they doing, liking and reposting on Twitter. Um, I'm tired of seeing. Uh, <laughs> this is so funny, y'all. It's it's sad, but I'm tired of seeing the fun police on Twitter. Like y'all ruin everything. Y'all take a joke out of everything, man. So the latest, uh, the latest piece of the puzzle here is that. On December 21st, we're all going to get superpowers. Started (laughs) from some random chick on Twitter. She said, and I quote, As black people, genetically we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. On December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked and majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as a people. They want to make us average. Apparently... Jupiter and Saturn are about to be in alignment. And if you've been watching Lovecraft Country this year, you know that planets align is something that only comes around like every 800 years or so. So this is a pretty big deal. And so apparently the energies of the universe are going to, (laughs) are going to literally, no, for real. Apparently the energies of the universe are going to align and cause all of the black people to become superheroes. Or Super Negroes, as uh, I've seen on Twitter recently. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, one of the powers that I know that I would definitely want to have is I could be able to eat anything and not get fat, like, bigger from it. Um, everybody calls me a fat ass anyways. So the fact that my superpower would literally be me absorbing all of the food that I eat and not getting bigger from it. I won. OK, I, I win just off of that. But on a serious note, teleportation like I'm afraid of heights, so I haven't taken a lot of flights around the world and if I were able to have the power to teleport anywhere I wanted to go I would definitely use that, like that would be so deep, now if the world really ends up turning into like some superheroes versus villains I can't say who I would side with Um, heroes get heroes get their ass beat a lot Like, yeah, villains, villains get, you know, the heroes win at the end of the day, but heroes get their ass beat by the villains a lot, only because they they live by a code. They live by this, this code of honor that I'm not going to kill. That's going to make me like them. I can't give my own form of justice. Yeah. Okay, Batman, but my nigga over there selling the eighth, you did not have to break both of his legs. Powers are catering to black people. And we've been going through a lot this year and other years, too. But, you know, 2020, everything was, you know, exponentially increased everything. So if we end up with powers for real, for real, I don't know how it's going to look because black community is already divided into factions itself. Now, at that point, somebody was like, man, here he go. But no, for real, just follow me. The black community is already divided into different factions. You have the fake woke people. You have the people who just don't care. You got the smokers. You got the uh, elitist. You have just so many different sub pockets within the black community. And giving more or less power to one could detrimentally affect a lot of people. Imagine What if the fake woke people on Twitter or, you know, the fun police? (laughs) What if they actually got like some super high intellect that causes them to be able to control other people's minds? Now, they would say, like, you know, we're going to finally free everyone of the shackles of ignorance. Just let me stay ignorant. (laughs) Like, I don't I don't want y'all. I'm sorry. Look fake Twitter fake woke people the hotels I'm good and I think I can speak for several people uh, at least on my time at least we're all good you don't you don't have to it, it's okay and I'm gonna just leave that at that but then you got another subgroup of people who just don't give a fuck now I feel like I don't think they will become villains But they wouldn't be heroes. They would just be people in the society that have powers that just do what they want with them. Like, yeah, they could save that kid, you know, out of the burning building, but why? I'm not getting burned. Why would I? So they're not going to use their cooling powers to cool it off. They're just going to chill, like, it's whatever. But when they get hungry and they run out of money, they're most likely going to go, you know, burn the place down to get the food. (laughs) So... Yeah Giving too much power to the wrong people Could definitely affect us In a couple different ways So I definitely would be mindful of that Now if we do end up with powers On December 21st Like I said I don't know if I'm going to be with the heroes Or the villains probably neither I would probably be belong to the community Of people that's like anti-heroes Like we will save you But we are not Obligated to so it's like a 50-50 It's like a toss up Now the smokers uh, (laughs) That would be I guess that would be for a different day Or whatever So aside from You know the fake Twitter Police well I guess they're the real Twitter police Aside from them attacking and Cause like taking the fun out of everything Uh a lot More has been jumping off Recently And Since my first episode, I was really wondering, like, what is the state of the world going to be in? (laughs) What is the state of the community, of the culture going to be in once I do come back to record and do all of my notes and my editing for my next episode? And it was a lot. A lot has been happening. It's been a lot going on. One of the biggest things that's been happening, uh, and I guess guess you can say two of the biggest things because they're kind of linked together. Um, And this is where I kind of get into the main topic for today One of the biggest things that has been uh, catching my eye lately Has been College Hill Here's why So about a week ago Look on Twitter, I get a, a notification on Twitter at Like 11 something at night College Hill reboot set at Jackson State University Now, I looked at it at first I was like, okay, whatever it's Jackson State. But then it started to dawn on me. Wait a second. Fucking Deion Sanders. Coach prime. So if you haven't been uh, keeping up with like the sports world or just pop pop culture in general with HBCUs especially, then you missed the biggest reveal of the year. Deion Sanders is the new head football coach at Jackson State University. Um, now this has been out here for some months now. And recently there's been a lot of uh, you know, influx or a high variety of news coming in from Jackson State. Um, recently just repainted the AAC on campus. Uh, there's a plan built, uh, I'm sorry, there's a plan being designed for the Walter Payton Center, um, a new practice facility for the athletes on campus. A lot of big things have been happening at Jackson State. The science department at Jackson State just received a huge uh, research grant. So there's a lot of good news, a lot of big news that's been coming out about Jackson State as of late. And for any of my HBCU alum out there, you know this has been a huge fight for HBCUs to finally get positive news and positive media. This has been amazing. It's been an amazing ride. Even before Dion signed with us. Now, once we got Coach Prime, that was the tip of the iceberg. Uh, And just from what I've heard from uh, my classmates and friends and other Jacksonians, it's been some mixed reviews. Uh, Just on on the sports side, you know, a lot of people are skeptical about. um, Well, I guess I'll speak on that. It's full on skepticism. There's a, I guess there's a, a group of us that are excited and happy and amazed that the Deion Sanders is now coaching at our alma mater at Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi. Like that is amazing. We bleed blue. We bleed blue, red, white. Like is tiger bread born and raised like for real and then there's that group of people that's like skeptical like we all have a love for JSU don't get us don't get me wrong we all love JSU in our own little way but there is a group of people that you know they love JSU but they're very skeptical about Dion's agenda here at Jackson State and so all of that was kind of starting to uh, you know pour into my brain to my thoughts like dang so, we're getting College Shield at Jackson State. Dion, mind you, Dion is also planning another um, reality show uh, that's going to be set at Jackson State, obviously, following him in his coaching career as well. So, a lot of people are very skeptical of this because what is your plan here, Dion? What are you really and truly trying to do? And,. It just makes me think what is the bigger picture here is he truly after the bigger picture or who is dion hell what is college hill (laughs) i talked to some people they didn't even know what college hill was and so now i'm wondering is dion truly here to impact and affect change at jackson state now from my point of view i feel like he is to have followed Dion's career um, from a distance, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge football fan. You know, I know Dion love primetime, all of that. Now, to know Dion or to follow Dion's career, you know that he's always been a very um, flamboyant type of person, or just type of athlete. He truly is a cultural icon, and he is a. Um, He's just a very, I guess flamboyant would be the word. He's a very flamboyant personality. He is big, boastful. He lights up a room with his energy. He's just that kind of person. That's just who he is. Um, It's not to say that he's a shysty person or a shady person. He's not, I don't think, uh, you know, given this is all stuff that I've seen from uh, videos and everything, I don't think that he's just that type of person to put on fronts you know and not back it up and so for me like watching the videos and stuff of him like speaking at jackson state the the spectacle we made out of him getting there uh it was true jackson state fashion you know we gonna do it big for whoever whenever but Dion came in and he started doing a lot he's boosted our marketing value by hundreds of millions of dollars already um, we now have Lil Wayne and Drake's former manager Cortez um, teaching classes at Jackson State. Now he's also a JSU alum, so a lot of big things have been happening as of late. Now we can say that they're not because of Dion, or we can say that they are because of Dion, but it's it's all falling right in line. So him being there started a domino effect that can. A lot of people are scared might be the end of JSU. As far as our culture, as far as how we are perceived in the media, and a lot of different ways. They are they're in their rights to be nervous or to be skeptical about this. Trust me. I I am a little bit too. Because if there's these reality shows being filmed at Jackson State or there's all these cameras and everything coming around on Jackson State. And us having the experience and knowledge of how HBCUs are perceived in the media, we know that it can always be spun in the wrong direction. It can always put, there's always a high chance that we're going to be put in a negative light. Anytime, and a lot of my classmates and everything can speak on this, anytime anything happens in Jackson, the first headline they going they going to put out there someone has been shot, murdered, robbed or whatever at Jackson State or near Jackson State or on Jackson State's campus. That could have happened 20, 30 miles away from us, but if it ended up in the city of Jackson, Jackson State is going to be in the headline regardless. And this is the is this is the truth for a lot of HBCUs wherever you are because most of our most of our schools and institutions are in urban areas. You know where crime particularly tends to be high but the media is controlling the narrative. So we've always had that fear that no matter anytime anything bad happens or anytime there's something that we're uh, putting out there, it's always a high chance it's gonna be spun in a negative way. Deion Sanders uh, supposedly has some connections with College Hill being rebooted at Jackson State. So if uh, if you don't know what College Hill is, College Hill was a um, reality show or is a reality show that started back in like 2005. It was set on BET um, and simply put, it was a reality TV show that followed the lives of HBCU students. It was better than the real world. Uh, this came out in like 2004. It started at uh, Southern University Baton Rouge. They went to Langston University, Virginia State. Um, some their most notorious season, season four, was set in the Virgin Islands, and so. And then there's another season that was in Atlanta and Miami, and so this was a show that had a good five six year run. It ended up being canceled because of, dare I say it, negative criticism. This wasn't um, them showing or painting people in a negative way. As an HBCU student, you have a you have decorum. You have a certain level of pride about your institution and the things associated with it, especially when you're involving other schools and, and other people and populations in general. So College Hill gets canceled because. A lot of people were giving it Negative criticisms because of That It it's, it raises the stakes It it put too much light On what was going on at HBCU campuses Um And because it's reality TV It was spun and it showed Negativity Um, yeah We know how reality TV goes Especially with black people But this really uh, It really did hit, it really did hurt Um, Me, I grew up watching College Shield You know, for the few years that I was able to watch it on BET I loved it Like I said, it was better than the real world But when you are In the reality TV world And you're in the HBCU world A lot of your actions You know, they're gonna Inadvertently have a negative impact On the institution you're representing The family you're representing And the culture that you represent So, you know, people arguing Throwing drinks, fighting reality tv shit a lot of that stuff uh ultimately led to the demise of college hill. now as it relates to current day present day the reboot now is supposedly going to start celebrities trying to get their degrees at hbcu and that's the part that i can't i can't sit with uh as far as a, a college hill reboot OG College Hill Star, real students transferring. Uh, it was basically a reality show that centered and focused on uh, HBCU students um, from various universities. Uh, so most of the time they would just have students transfer in from other schools um, and they would film them uh, during a semester at that school, but they would live together. So it was kind of like the real world. They were all living in the house together. It was real, very authentic. You know, of course there's an audition and an uh, interview process and everything but they really went out their way to get very authentic characters and everything. But now, if, it's, if this is just going to star a bunch of Instagram celebrities, I can't even say that I'm here for it. I don't think that this reboot of College Hill, especially if uh, Dion is able to influence it in, a, in any type of way, I don't think that this reboot of College Hill could is a bad thing for Jackson State. Now, hear me out. College Hill was never meant to be something that ended up painting uh, different schools or different cultures or different individuals in a negative way. That's just reality TV. That's just how things end up working out. But if they do the College Hill reboot the right way, this could put every HBCU on the map again. Now, this year, we've already been getting hundreds of millions of dollars in donations. We've already been getting um, a lot more exposure, especially with like top tier athletes coming to uh, transfer to our institutions and everything. So we're already on the rise. Imagine if BET is able to reboot College Hill, one of their most culturally fascinating reality shows that apparently nobody even knows about anymore in my generation. If they're able to do that right it's bigger is bigger than football It's bigger than just the name It's bigger than just anything If they can do this right So if they can make the show If they can spin the show To focus more so on The lifestyle of a student the, the heritage And the history and traditions That are at these Historically black college Universities that could be monumentous, exponentially grow everything about HBCU culture, as we know. The fashion with Skyrocket, the talent that is exposed with Skyrocket, everything. It can't. This show can be detrimental if it tries to paint everything in a negative light, or it tries to only show negativity. Now, being a Jacksonian, I am scared, but I'm also excited it's a high risk Kyra reward thing. If College Hill is taking place on Jackson State, I know what's going on at Jackson State's campus. I already know what's happening, whether the cameras are there or not. That's not to say that there is all bad, but we know how people get down. We know how people party. This is anywhere. This is anywhere on a PWI or HBCU. But when you put all these cameras in front of it, people might tend to act up a little bit. So, That's the negative part. That's the the part that scares me. I don't know how the city is going to uphold their end of the bargain. You feel me? I don't know how the neighborhood is going to uphold their end of the bargain. The part of me me that wants this to work is, um, is telling me that the city can clean itself up. You know, with all of the exposure that Jackson is getting as a whole because of Deion Sanders being there as the coach, because of the agendas pushed out now about HBCUs in general, this is putting a big spotlight on these urban cities. And I'm going to stick on Jackson. It's putting a spotlight on Jackson. If we have all of these cameras pointed at us, we have no choice but to get right they took the cameras off of us the same bullshit was still happening so why not let's take a chance and finally do it right let's have the spotlight on us but let's do stuff the right way let's go ahead and fix everything we need to fix let's go ahead and elect a uh, get a president installed that can really elevate our campus let's do that let's do everything the right way let's go ahead and change the narrative we look the lines in the business office, they're gonna be long regardless. That's a rite of passage. But let's go on to fix the other stuff. Let's go on to get the dorms right. Let's go on to get housing right. Let's go on to get people their scholarship money, their financial aid. Let's go on to get everything done the right way. No more scandals. No more BS. And I truly think that is what could happen. That's what should happen. Now, if y'all really want to do a college hill reboot, go ahead and interview real students again. Get actual students to go through an interview process, vet them in, you know, understand their different backgrounds, understand their likes, dislikes, their futures and everything. And send them to different schools and have them become the new College Hill. Don't fill these HBCU campuses that are, you know, already full of some of the most talented and educated and most well-rounded individuals there is don't don't reboot college hill and fill those campuses with insta celebrities or just you know celebrities in general let's go ahead and take these real true authentic people that are already there prepare them and film them let's let's really reboot college Hill. matter of fact let's not even focus on a cast. Like, just follow the campus. Like, let's make College Hill truly about the campus, the school, the culture, the place itself. It doesn't have to center on a group of people that you have to spin a storyline to make it pop for. We got true, authentic people. We got true, real shit that's going on on these campuses. We don't need Hollywood to influence it. Let's let nature run this course and let's show everybody the real hbcu experience hey guys thanks for tuning in tonight i hope you all enjoyed this episode if you did be sure to definitely like and comment on the instagram page at culture caviar podcast and definitely make sure you go retweet the <laughs> i hate doing these y'all <laughs> i promise yo head over to twitter and like comment retweet everything. The Twitter page is culture underscore caviar. Definitely go ahead and uh, like and comment on there. Uh, follow the page on Spotify. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Podcast. Anywhere they play a podcast, you can definitely search the Culture Caviar Podcast. We are there. I'm happy to have you. Uh, let's continue to grow, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. And, um... Constantly finding ways to level up my mind state Ain't no justice for us, you could peep it in the crime rate I left behind all those trying to set me up like a blind date That duo sizzle just like a hot plate Zooming on the Jackie like we got weight I mean it's just a few grams but I got faith